We've reached Wednesday, and with that, welcome into another episode of Locked On Bruins. Brian Fenley with you. You can follow me on Twitter at Brian Fenley. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Bruins. And if you want to fire away an email, you can do so at LockedOnBruins at gmail.com. So the football team coming off a disappointing loss to San Diego State, 23-14, to the final at the Rose Bowl. You heard the boos. Fans obviously aren't tolerating where the program is right now. But what this signals to me is just that the rebuilding process is going to take a little bit longer than many had hoped. They thought maybe year two under Chip Kelly, the ball is going to start rolling, the offense is going to get going, the wins are going to start coming. But what we're seeing here is that it's a sign we've got to temper our enthusiasm a little bit. Like, we want that sustained success for our football team. And eventually it might just happen. But it's not happening perhaps at the speed that several fans wanted, and they've made that clear. All you got to do is go into social media, and you'll see some vile things wrote, vile things written. But I, I, I don't want to spend attention or, or time on that because what I do want to signal out is that this this loss to San Diego State it really hurt for the fans, but you could tell that it really hurt within the players. It was very painful. And why do I say that? Because the following day, the players held a players-only meeting. They were off that day. They didn't have to show up to the team facility. No coaches in sight. But they felt compelled to gather up and discuss the state of the program and their dissatisfaction with where the team is right now and given their 0-2. Darnay Holmes organized this. You had Joshua Kelly, Jay Shaw, Oso Digizua, all of these players who are leaders on the Bruins program. They spoke in front of the team, inspiring the guys. And I love this. I think this is a great start. It shows accountability. It shows the guys care. It shows they are not tolerating mediocrity, like a wake-up call. And while this might not be the first of many player-only meetings, this shows that the players really do care and that they are sick and tired of people saying that this 0-5 record from last year is just going to show up again this year because that's what a lot of people on social media are saying. And so when... I brought this point up to Wayne Cook, a former Bruin quarterback, as you know, and he and I and Nick Cope do this Bruin Insider show on Tuesdays, and I asked Wayne, as a former player, how effective are these player-only meetings? And, you know, he said, well, when I was younger, all we had was newspapers, and so when there was criticism on a football player, you know, it was a bad headline or something written about you in the paper, but that was about it. Now that we live in this society of social media, you got, and this is what Wayne pointed out, you've got trolls out there on Twitter who anonymously are trying to berate players. You've got fans of other teams trying to ridicule players. You've got people who simply just enjoy negativity and bringing people down 
and directing all of their negative energy onto the Bruin football players. And so he said, this is good because this is how you block out the noise. You've got to block out the noise. And as several players admitted, this is not easy. I mean, we live in a generation now where everybody's on social media. Like, you can't not avoid the, the scrutiny and the naysayers, whether it's on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatnot. And so Jay Shaw was asked, so like, because everyone is on social media, then, then how do you, you know, begin to block out that outside noise? And he said, well, when you pull up social media, keep scrolling. Don't dote on what somebody said. And, you know, that brings up a great point because obviously you can't control what other people are saying, but don't put too much stock in it. And the, the basis further of this players-only meeting was that everybody wanted to get on the same page, develop a single mindset. And that's what Elijah Gates said about the player-only meeting. He said, we've got to focus on the present moment, can't again pay attention to the outside noise. And he felt, as we look forward to Oklahoma, that, quote, we feel like we can play with them. And it's all starting with focusing on the little things. But this is, this is I think, could be a breakthrough for the team. Now, I'm not saying that the Bruins are going to beat Oklahoma. But I think as a fan, you've got to be very encouraged that the players have, again, felt the dire need to organize together to show that they are fed up with this 0-2 start and that they're going to do everything they can to get back on the right track. And as Wayne pointed out in the Bruin Insider Show, this might be just the start of like several player-only meetings. Because when it comes down to it, it's communication. And it's dialing that in. And that's on the field. Improving communication on the field. But also off the field. It's how you communicate. And I think great communication can separate a great program from one that is not so good. And what we did see as well is that Chip Kelly really, he's not invested in what people think about him you know he was asked you know about the pressure he feels about this team you know not showing the results that several people had envisioned in year two under Chip Kelly he wasn't overly concerned he said quote you don't tear up the root of a tree to see if it's growing you just keep watering it you keep growing it and doing what you're supposed to do and that's what happens over the course of time so in essence, it's believing in what you're doing and not strafing from that. And while the fruits of your work are not exactly emerging right now, his belief is you've got to stick with this process. And if you can hang around, be patient, and realize that this is a much longer project than initially maybe a lot of fans hoped, that good will come in the future for this football team. 
All right, coming up, we will look at how one Sooner coach has the opportunity to provide inside information on the Bruins system. We'll get into that. But first, whenever you're in the hunt for tickets to watch your favorite college football team or check out an NFL game or watch your favorite musician perform, live entertainment, getting tickets, I highly suggest you check out Vivid Seats. How you work this is you go to their app, you download their app on the App Store. We all have apps on our phones, so just go back to the App Store or you can find it on Google Play. And by doing so, fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program and will enjoy credits on all their purchases as part of Vivid Seats Rewards. This is an online event ticket marketplace. They're dedicated to providing you with incredible experiences. And it's a great way to get good deals, easy purchasing experience, as well as the in-app loyalty program, Vivid Seats Rewards, which provides you the opportunity to get some credit back on all your purchases. So there are advantages for you in the future. And I urge you to do I urge you to enter promo code kickoff at checkout and by doing that you'll receive a discount of up to $100 again all your ticket needs go to vivid seats download the app explore it it will be your go-to for all your ticket necessities appreciate your time with us as we set the line of scrimmage for the second segment of locked on Bruins Brian Fenley with you and, of course, we are anxiously awaiting kickoff for the Bruins against the number 5 team in the country in Oklahoma. Want to get a little bit more into the nitty-gritty about the Sooners' defense. If you followed the team last year, their defense was basically non-existent. It was just an utter failure. Their secondary gave up close to 300 yards passing a game. Where does that stand nationally? Well, 129th out of 130 teams. So, yeah, they needed a change. And so what they did is they fired their defensive coordinator, Mike Stoops, during the season last year. The, the, the defense last year managed only 11 turnovers, and that was 121st nationally. So they knew that they had to to bulk up things on the defensive end so they have hired Alex Grinch and you have already seen his fingerprints in improving this defense two games into the Sooners season they have allowed 218 yards passing that is tied for 66th in the nation and what Grinch and his new defensive philosophy has enforced is positive reinforcement so basically how practices work is if you're on defense and you get a tackle for a loss or a pass deflection or an interception or fumble recovery or forced fumble you get an award it's like when you're young and you do something good you get a treat well you get a candy bar yeah sounds like a defense that we all would want to be a part of I I tease this at the end of the first segment, and Roy Manning, yeah, if that sounds familiar, Bruin fans, he was the outside linebackers coach 
for UCLA last year under Chip Kelly in his first year in Westwood. Well, Roy Manning took a job as the cornerbacks coach for Oklahoma. So Alex Grinch, who's the defensive coordinator for the Sooners, well, it got him thinking, well, wait a minute. So if Roy used to coach under Chip Kelly, well, maybe he can give us some inside information. And so that's exactly what Grinch talked about. He said, well, we certainly want to pick Roy's brain. He he mentioned that obviously it was a year ago and the the program has maybe changed some things up, new staff, new roles, but from a, a grand picture perspective, I think it will shine some light and give Oklahoma an advantage here because they have a former coach or, or, or UCLA as a former coach that can disclose information on how things are run and maybe get into the psyche of Chip Kelly. And again, I don't want to get ahead of myself because UCLA has Oklahoma to think about. But as you're looking forward to the following week and the Bruins taking on Washington State and their head coach, Mike Leach, it's very eye-opening to notice that several former Mike Leach assistants are on the Sooners coaching staff. And coming up, I will point out all of those and show you the connections they have with Mike Leach. But first, make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let the Vivid Seats app help you get to your favorite live event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Appreciate you staying on this journey with us as we move on to the final segment. Brian Fenley with you. I do want to point out that several coaches on the Sooners, who the Bruins play this week, are disciples of the coaching tree of Mike Leach, who's the head coach at Wazoo. And like any field, relationships mean everything. But what I've noticed, and I've never been a college football coach, I never will be, and I've never coached football, but I feel like how close-knit that community is as a coach that it's probably pretty easy. Like if you burn a bridge, you're going to run into that person again, like down the road in your coaching future. And Mike Leach actually coached at Texas Tech, Lincoln Riley, the head coach at Oklahoma. Riley played for him for a season in Lubbock. And also the Sooners co-offensive coordinator and offensive line coach, played for Leach at Iowa Wesleyan, and then was an assistant for him at Texas Tech. Oh, but wait, there's more. Oklahoma defensive coordinator Alex Grinch spent a couple seasons at Wazoo. Outside receivers coach for the Sooners Dennis Simmons also coached with Leach at Texas Tech and Washington State. And the aforementioned Roy Manning coming from Mike Leach and his regime at Washington State with a quick stop at UCLA for one year. So I wanted to to finish up this show by pointing out this shocking reality that Lincoln Riley, head coach for the Sooners, is only five years older than UCLA's punter, Wade Lease. Yeah, Lease is 31 
And Riley is 36, and he's leading the number five team in the country as they invade the Rose Bowl on Saturday, 5 p.m. Pacific start time on national TV, on Fox. And we look forward to seeing you at the game. Let's pack the Rose Bowl and, and make it a home game and boost the attendance up. And who knows? Crazier things have happened in sports, and maybe UCLA can pull off a stunning upset. We've got a little bit of time until that happens. Until then, for Locked on Bruins, appreciate you guys staying with me here through the course of this show. I'm Brian Fenley.